0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Nightly Morning <laughs> Show with me, Nerdy Nightly, and my good friend and wife.
1: <laughs> wow, well, you're a good friend. Oh, I'm flattered. I'm Flatter And
0: wife. You did, you did. Clarus, Drakarus. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> good morning to my brothers who are here. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we also want to say thank you so much to uh all the people who watched this afterwards either downloading it on our podcast feed Mm -hmm. or on our youtube page it it means a lot to see that support Uh, Mm -hmm. i know a bunch of people also watched the twitch vod after as well thank you thank you thank you it's so uh it's so fun we had a blast yesterday
1: yeah so when we finished the uh recording yesterday um you know we talked about it most of the day and Mm -hmm. most of what we were saying was Wow, I can't wait to do that again tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're excited to be back.
0: Yeah, we knew that this was something that we wanted to try, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that we're enjoying it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> how are we doing, Rebel Trooper? one asks. That's a good question, Rebel. I think we're okay. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a little yeah. bit of a- we're in a weird position because we moved to Toronto
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, to get jobs and live our lives and be adults, and then Toronto almost immediately shut down again. Um, yeah, it's great. Not fully, but, you know, we're, we, we took some steps back. So the kinds of places where we typically work, restaurants, restaurants. Uh, are closed again. <laughs> and so we do a morning show now.
1: Yeah! Because why not? Because caffeine. Cause, yeah, that's, that's exactly why. This, the whole morning show is actually a ploy so that we can plug our uh, Riot Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> our our but eventual doesn't brand exist yet. that we do not have yet,
0: Riot <laughs> Coffee. How do we like Toronto as dark underscore dispatch? Um, well, I'm very new to it, and I have not seen very much of it, because mm-hmm. we, uh, we've kind of been in this apartment. Um, so yeah. my, my experience of Toronto so far is that the driving is absolutely terrible, they don't take care of the roads at all, and being okay. alone in an apartment with my wife is excellent. Uh, I quite <laughs> like my wife, Clarus Jacarouse. <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. Um, should we talk about nerdy things?
1: Yeah, let's get into the news, guys. We,
0: we're, we're on day two day two of this and there already isn't any news to talk about which is super fun great
1: I love it I love it <laughs>
0: but uh, I want to get I want to get to our title story first just because it is it is so actually no I want to tell a quick story all right that I read on Twitter just before we started <laughs> and I just need to share it with the world because I didn't retweet it and that's how I should have shared it because it's someone else's story but I will I'll retweet the story later so that they <laughs> get credit um, mm-hmm. a, a person posted a a, a fantastic a truly truly fantastic uh, conversation that they had with their family over a group text message in which it started like this. The the father of the family texted the the kids who have now grown up and moved out of the house to tell them that their poor cat had passed away and uh, that they had to bury the cat. Um, And so they buried the cat. And then the next day, um, their cat showed up at their door. Uh, It had just been outside, uh, which led them to the conclusion that they had buried someone else's cat they were f- of course freaking out about this so they unburied the cat and took it to a vet to find out if it had a chip in its body or I, that's where the chips go yeah, i think yeah. mm-hmm. and um instead of uh getting the text saying hey we found out whose cat it was they, they they got a text from their mom that said hey um there wasn't a chip in the cat because the cat uh was a rabbit
1: what what i'm, I'm sorry yeah yeah I'm sorry. Who...
0: Yep. Who... They, they, they found a dead rabbit and thought that it was their cat that they've had for like 15 years.
1: Somebody needs to go get their eyes checked. It's time for glasses. It's, I de- it's definitely, yeah, it's I, I, I feel
0: like if something like that happens, you should have to take your driver's test again.
1: <laughs> they keep that on record? Yeah, they're like, oh, That's yeah, hair.
0: no, no, no. That person needs to take another driver's test.
1: That's That, that is. Oh, for, undead
0: rabbits, Muddles, that is a Muddles has emo. a perfect
1: emote for that. That is wild. Um, so, just on the subject of pets, Rebel, to- Pre- Rebel Trooper Jesus asked if we're planning on any future pets.
0: Future pets, yes. I, I, I think that uh, Clarus and I are both pet people. Um, we both like animals. Yeah. We're not in a position right now where we can make it work, um, just because of some logistical reasons.
1: And that we don't have jobs. And that we don't have jobs, <laughs> yes.
0: Um, but uh, we, we are looking at maybe getting a hedgehog in like a year.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Mm-hmm. So if we do that, you'll see him on stream, or her, you know.
1: Yep. Uh, know
0: on yet. stream very often because uh, our, our, they'll be our little nugget. Yeah. On muddles with like future pets. Oh, <laughs> muddles! Shiny Umbreon Master asks, what are these Pokemon secrets? Thank you, Shiny. That is a great segue to our main story today, which is...
1: Our main story, guys. This is the news. This is the nerd news. Type. I'm
0: sorry, but no matter how much news there was, this would be the main story.
1: That's, you know what, that's fair. That's um, fair. Anything could have happened and this would be the top thing. This
0: would be the thing that I care about. Um, <laughs> follow me with, follow me on this one. Um, a YouTuber's pet beta fish accidentally stumbled into a rock duplication glitch in Pokemon Sapphire that doesn't appear to have been previously reported. So this YouTuber mute, mute mute Kimaru yeah mute Kimaru uh, was uh, play, has their fish playing Pokemon Sapphire a game from two thousand and two on Twitch and oh
1: yeah I have I have Emerald and Ruby so.
0: yeah no but you you don't force your animal to play it twenty four seven live on stream which I think is a hilarious kind of. Like, I don't understand ecosystem.
1: how that works.
0: So basically there's like a map, right, on the wall, and then the fish tank is in front of it, and the map has buttons on it, and as the fish swims around it hits buttons, which moves the Pokémon character.
1: Oh my god, and people watch this.
0: <laughs> people, people watch a lot of this. This channel is infinitely more popular than you or I will ever be. Um, and so this fish seems to have found a cave glitch, where if you use strength to push certain boulders, it multiplies the boulders instead of pushing them, so it just slowly fills the room with boulders, and it appears that this is a glitch (laughs) that has never been discovered before, uh, as far as we can tell, and so a beta fish appears to have found a glitch in an 18-year-old video game that is yet undiscovered. And uh, yes, that is the most important news story of the day. Why are we even not... Why would we talk about anything else? This is all I want to talk about.
1: Insane. I have just so many questions.
0: What is your first question? Why? (laughs) Do you have any other questions, or is that the question you want to ask repeatedly? I mean, yeah,
1: that's that's kind of more what what I'm what he's a real good beta test. (laughs)
0: Ooh, McKinley coming out with the jokes, with the jokes. Um, I, I think it's, I, I kind of get it. Like, there's something about watching a Twitch stream that is that sort of chill and random that I totally, I totally understand that. Okay. Like, I, that's something that I feel like I, I don't think I would watch. I like int- the interaction, but if you're just looking for something to, like, have on while you're studying or something. So
1: instead of, like, the Aquarium channel, Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing Pokemon.
0: Yeah, it is the Aquarium channel that also has a Pokemon game going on
1: okay all right
0: i see like that that i've never watched the aquarium channel is there an aquarium channel is that a channel
1: yeah yeah it's literally just an aquarium or like the fireplace channel that's just isn't the fireplace fireplace
0: channel only at christmas time
1: uh i don't think so they have a
0: year-round fire wow maybe i'm wrong that's insane
1: but yeah there's i've seen it before like the there's an aquarium channel it's just like fish
0: just, it's just fish swimming around. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of love it, I, and I love, you know, I love that these games, these older games, are playable in this way and that mm-hmm. you end up in this situation where no human would have played this cave in such a random, weird fashion to find out that this works. Right. Because the YouTuber was able to recreate it, but you had to go, you had to, like, do strength in a very odd pattern to make it happen. So there's just something in the code where if you do it in this very, very particular way...
1: It um, just breaks the game.
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, I I think that this is sort of the, like, I don't want to say the evolution, but the de-evolution of Twitch plays Pokemon, which was a trend back in the day where, like, a Twitch community would play Pokemon together, helping the streamer control their character.
1: So they would, they would kind of, like, team up and be like, this is what we do next.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I, I don't really mean, really remember how it worked. I think it was like emotes or something like that. But
1: oh, interesting.
0: Um, yeah, it was a it, it it was a huge thing on Twitch a while ago, mm-hmm. and this is like the next evolution. I think the the point I'm trying to make with this is we brought up our hedgehog, and I think that we should try and find a way to have our hedgehog stream.
1: <sighs> okay. All we'll right. get like we we'll get like we'll a get little we'll get guys. like a little running wheel oh my god it's and not a hamster i don't know if hedgehogs do that
0: hedgehogs must need exercise right
1: uh we
0: want a hedgehog but we know nothing about them
1: i know they're just so cute <laughs> like that's yeah that's 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 all i can say they're just adorable that's that's all i care about
0: um in in uh, similarly related uh pokemon news yes Mello. um joy cons you can't just say yes, no, no.
1: I'm sorry. Um, yes, we'll have him play Sonic.
0: Oh! If we can find a way to have our hedgehog play Sonic the Hedgehog, we will be the biggest streamers on Twitch. We will be, <laughs> we will be ninja, but it won't be us, it'll be our hedgehog. It'll
1: be our hedgehog. You know what? I'm okay with that. <gasps>
0: we'll be that couple that, like, has to take our pet to Comic-Con with us because no because one recognizes no one, us, no they just recognize us. the it's pet. all about the
1: pet. <laughs> Good morning, Gamester. I am kind of amazed that you're here, but thanks for being here. I know it's super early.
0: <laughs> um, in uh, other Nintendo news, Joy-Cons, those handy little controllers that go on either side of the Nintendo Switch, are getting a price decrease in decrease. Japan. Yeah, and I, you know, this isn't the biggest story, it is only in Japan, but I think it is interesting to talk about just because we are seeing this next generation console System war about to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we've talked a lot about how it's not really going to be a console war because the, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X slash S are not competing for the same market anymore.
1: Yeah, they're very different consoles.
0: And the Nintendo Switch is sort of firmly entrenched at this point out of just, it it, it is built into the ecosystem of gaming in that it is its own place. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, Nobody who is looking for a Nintendo Switch is like, or maybe I'll get a PS5 to do the same thing, because they don't yeah. do the same thing. Yes. Um, yeah, so um, this is an interesting. I, th- th- what I'm seeing about this mm-hmm. that I'm interested in is the idea that we might be getting a Nintendo Switch Pro soon, which um, would be able to play 4K gaming.
1: Oh, okay. So they would have the light, the normal, and
0: the pro. Yeah, so and so the pro would ostensibly have n- a new Joy-Con system because, as uh, I know, people are talking about in the chat. I see uh, Bucky JW talking about. Uh, there is a problem with the drifting in the left stick. Um, there is Guess actually. Just the left one. Yeah, um, there's okay. also there's also <laughs> a lawsuit in court right now uh, okay. with people suing Nintendo over this, uh, saying that Nintendo didn't do enough to fix this problem. Because uh, oh, I think interesting is, Joy-Cons are an expensive piece of hardware to not absolutely. have them work for very long. Yeah. you know. Um, and so if you have the same thing breaking over and over again, and you're not fixing it as a company, you're ostensibly putting this cost on your consumer. Yeah,
1: which is, um, yeah, when it, that, like, cost was not disclosed up front. You know? Yeah, I think absolutely. You buy the system, and then you have to keep replacing parts, it's kind of, yeah, I could understand the frustrations with that, absolutely.
0: And so the, um, the... Price decrease, uh, decrease, price decrease here, Mm -hmm. um, just in Japan for now, but I am curious to see if this is heralding the arrival of a new Switch Pro, or heralding the arrival of new, like, Joy-Con Pros, because the best way to, you know, sell out the stock that you have of the Joy-Con before you announce something new, is to decrease the price now. I think that if you decrease the price once you announce the new thing, it'll be like, well, no, maybe I'll wait. Uh, it might decrease again once that comes out yeah. um, and I think that you know we've we have we're seeing kind of the first indications that Nintendo might be releasing something new in the future here
1: yeah um, which is kind of exciting so you're telling me that it's the same Joy-Cons here and in Japan but they're being decreased in price in Japan
0: yeah so companies don't necessarily sell things for the same price everywhere in the world yep. for instance um, like I, I know the ps5 is selling at a different price technically in the states than the uk because the uk they want that like they want it to be like 599 but because of conversion rates it doesn't work around the world to be the same price that way yeah so i think the uk actually pays a little bit more of a premium on it um and so that's sort of an interesting Uh, So yeah, so they're reducing the price in Japan. Nintendo always does things in Japan first, they're a Japanese company, uh, and I think that that's a big um, focus for them.
1: I would be curious, I'd like to um, look up later what, what what they are priced here and what they're priced there and what that conversion is and if it works out to be similar.
0: They're much more expensive here. Here? yeah oh god uh the price for joy in japan now will be um about 35 american dollars oh wow and i think that they sell in the states for 50 american dollars yeah so there is a there's definitely a premium on them in the states yeah um, absolutely and in other countries around the world whereas they are cheaper in japan right um but uh yeah i i'm curious to see what this does for Nintendo moving forward. If they were to announce a new system, mm-hmm. um, I would imagine it would come out next holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, but this could be the first kind of signs that that is going to be happening. Um, I saw Wargamester.
1: Um, William asking, uh, have you guys yet discussed the impact of societal immobility on mobile consoles? i'm
0: not sure what that means <laughs> um I, I i think i think the I, if i'm reading if i'm hearing the question right uh, societal immobility in that like we're not moving around as much we're all sort of stuck at home um because of the quarantine maybe i have that wrong um but i don't think that that affects the switch as much it would affect a different sort of mobile co- uh, console i don't really think of the switch as a mobile console uh, i think of it as a convenient console that can be mobile mm-hmm. um More mobile console, less human interaction. Oh, I completely, thank you, Matt. I completely read that wrong.
1: When we all got cell phones, it was...
0: Yeah, I would say that the cell phone is a bigger impact on that than the Nintendo Switch. I don't see people in public playing the Switch. Um,
1: Not unless you're backstage.
0: Not unless you're backstage, (laughs) But I also, you know, I I think that the pushback against that is that there is a Nintendo Switch ecosystem um, Mm -hmm. that is you know, online, it's playing together. I think there's a lot of connection in Nintendo Switch games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know how much time I have spent um, in going to parties where the party was let's play Mario Kart. Yeah. Um you know, Absolutely. or going to a party to play Mario Party. And yes, we're playing a video game, but we're playing it together. Yeah. Um and I think that, you know, there there is definitely an element of uh There's definitely an element of video gaming that is a little isolating, Um, but I think that because of a service like Twitch, or because of services um, like YouTube gaming, Facebook gaming, all these places where we game together now, I think that we're actually seeing video gaming become a more social experiment than a less social experiment. Mm -hmm. Um, Ever since I started streaming on Twitch, I've played games with other people more than I was playing with them before.
1: Yep, absolutely. Um, I think, um, just based on Wargamester's most recent comment er, comment, it seems he's asking about, um, like he says that, uh, COVID-19 has grounded a significant sector of the purchasing demographic, which would be interested in a mobile console. People Mm -hmm. aren't going out as much anymore. People are spending more time at home. They're now working from home. And so, you know, like, instead of maybe you take the train to and from work and you can bring your switch or something like that. Whereas now you're not going into the office. So you might as well just get um, some, like, uh, the Xbox or the PlayStation because it sits in your house. The thing with that though, I- especially in comparison, I feel like Nintendo is very specific. Yeah. You know, like the Xbox and the PlayStation always have, um, or generally seems to have like either a crossover of games or similar styles of games, but um, mm-hmm. w- when I think of the Switch and like Nintendo games, I kind of think of something else entirely. Um, although now you can play things like Witcher and Skyrim and stuff on the switch, so it, yeah, yeah, I think it depends if you want those like Nintendo exclusive games,
0: but I also think that like what we learn from Animal Crossing is that Nintendo will kind of always survive based on the success of its properties mm-hmm. and Animal Crossing is successful in this time because people wanted to have that experience of going out in a cute, comfy world that felt safe. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that was a big part of why that game was suddenly so successful in a way that no other animal crossing game had really been like this, this game blew everything out of the water. Yeah.
1: It was all the rage <laughs> um, as and, the kids say.
0: Yeah. Truly all the rage as the kids say. And so because of that, you know, Nintendo sales are doing fine. I, think that as long as Nintendo continues to put out, like, the fun, comfy, cozy kind of games that they do, mm-hmm. um, and as long as they have the ability to put out nostalgia libraries like, um, the Super Mario 35th, uh, Anniversary Edition, um, yeah. which I've streamed a few times and I love, like, playing Super Mario 64 again on my Switch. I wish they'd done a little bit more for the port, mm-hmm. um, I wish that they had widescreened it, um, yeah, but, um... Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat talking about the fact they just apparently dropped a Hyrule Warriors trailer. But yeah. we don't really have a way to watch it
1: yeah, on stream. Of course. Could
0: we could we just like watch it on stream?
1: Um, yeah, so if if you were to uh we would have to add a scene um that would be the browser.
0: Okay. And okay. We
1: could watch it together if Should that, we
0: just watch this on stream if together? that's what
1: the people want. Um, Ryan would also like to know if we're going to chat about the Apple event.
0: Uh, well, well, the Apple event's tonight. I, I don't know what to talk about it.
1: Yeah, we'll probably talk about that tomorrow. We will talk about that tomorrow.
0: Actually, you know what? Question for you. Yeah. What would... so, so <clears throat> I'm going to try and figure out how... so we'll watch the Hyrule Warriors trailer on stream here. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, we'll comment on that. But while I try and set that up, will you explain to me what Apple would have to announce tonight? To get you on board with Apple, because uh, you might have noticed, um, Ariel is a PC hardcore and uh, thinks that Mac and Apple is trash. And so, what would they have to? <laughs> Not announce? you, Mac. Just like the. Computer no, 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 Mac. specifically my brother Mac. Um, what would they have to announce to get you on board? Um,
1: I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know. It would have to be. Um here's the thing, here's what I don't like about, um, here's what I don't like about MacBooks specifically. I just don't like the operating system. Um, Mm -hmm. the hardware of a MacBook is generally very solid. I mean, I like the keyboard that you have on your computer, um, and, um, they're sleek, they're nice looking. Um, it's just, I'm so used to windows that, um, getting the, um, uh, that switching over to that, software um i would i am not a fan of so like if i could download windows on a mac which i know you can technically but if they made it like easily accessible maybe that would do it here's the other thing as well here's the other thing as well and this information i get purely off of watching linus tech tips <laughs> um because i think he uh he's a smart guy knows what he's talking about um, the Apple premium that you pay, um, for the hardware, uh, I understand. But when Apple, uh, as far as I can tell, Apple seems to sometimes skimp on their internal parts, um, opting for a generation old and still giving you this year's price for it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, you know, if you're not someone who, um, knows a lot about tech. Then, like, I remember when I was shopping for a computer, um, I would look at a core. (laughs) It's, like, right in front of your face. It's very cute. Um, When I was looking for, like, the core, (laughs) just moving it around the screen, like, I would look at, like, i3, i5, i7, and that was all I knew. But I didn't know the generation, like, ninth generation, 8th generation, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so for them to put in, um, sometimes, not all the time, but, um, like generation old parts, that was never something that, that, that always like kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and as for iPhone, it's, it's, again, it's about the operating system. Mm-hmm. I don't like that it's not as customizable as my Android. I like to be able to, um, lay things out the way that I want them. The widgets on my Samsung are amazing. Um, those kind of things are just really what pushes me to like away from iPhone um which here's the thing is that that's something that they would never change because that's what a lot of people love
0: I'm just breaking the stream. Don't mind
1: me. <laughs> I know. You're, you're doing a great job. This is hard. You know what?
0: I'm trying really hard.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah. So for, for a lot of people, the ease of the operating system is um, what, what they like about the iPhone. And for me, that's what I don't like about it. And so I don't think, I really don't think that there's anything they could announce that would be like, oh, I need a Mac. Unless I became a photo video editor.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, are there are plenty of people uh, who photo, video edit on PC, too, though. I mean, it's not like it's, a, yeah. it's, not like it's an absolute necessity. Um, <laughs> I think I fix it. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and also, uh, hello, Fantaxia. Welcome in. Um, Fantaxia is an incredible streamer friend of ours. If you're not following her, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast later, it's F-A-N-T-A-X-X-I-A. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the best. Um, I would stick, my, the hero of the wind says I stick with Apple because I'm simply too familiar with it. Uh, all my devices are linked. I think that's a big part of this whole conversation for everyone.
1: Well, I actually considered, I just got my Samsung S20 and I was actually considering getting an iPhone mm-hmm. for a little bit because of the ease of our compatibility for Nerdy Nightly work stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, being able to just airdrop photos between and, um, having... The iMessage, like we could send stuff in higher quality, like just those kind of little things I definitely thought would be nicer, but in the end I went with Samsung.
0: But I I almost wonder if at this point these companies are stuck in their, uh, that they have their um, bases kind of already built in, Mm -hmm. just because using a phone now is almost like uh, muscle memory? And so I just wonder if that sort of muscle memory towards one user experience versus another or user interface rather Mm -hmm. um, is sort of going to keep these camps from jumping to each other and away from each other, Uh, just out of, it's so hard to pick up a device from the other company and know exactly how to use it. Um, You know, I pick up your phone and I don't know how to find anything yeah you pick up my phone and find everything because apple makes the user interface easy to use
1: no i don't i'm um, like how the fuck do i open your phone <laughs>
0: like, um apple makes the user face easier to use uh, and it's intuitive uh, and samsung's a mess but uh, the point that um, i'm trying to make is that you know because i feel that way about apple and you feel the same way about samsung and when we pick up the other device it's like oh, what's a widget like why you know like why 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 don't you have like haptic sensors for different levels of pressing yeah. Yeah. Um, Wargamster says the main factor that makes a user change horses is a negative experience. Practically no other force does.
1: Yeah, that comfort I, of having a, a device that you're familiar with that you can pick up and just know how to use right away is very important to, I would say, most people.
0: Yeah, I think the only time I actually disagree... I'm going to hide this for a second. We'll come back to that in a second. Um, the only time that I, I, I disagree with that Morganster is actually when it comes to consoles. I think that, you know, because I, so I started out as a Nintendo boy. I wasn't a Sega boy. I was a Nintendo boy. And (laughs) then as a teenager, I got really into Xbox because Halo 1 came out and Halo 1 changed my mind about everything. I was like, this is the video game series. And I loved Halo more than absolutely anything for three generations of consoles, you know? Xbox One came out. I was still Halo first. And so I was Xbox first then towards the end or towards the middle of the xbox and uh, xbox one slash ps4 time which we're now leaving ps4 started to put out games that i was like oh i have to play that like i have to play that and then i would play those games and i'd be like this is my everything again um and then last year 2019 with god of war spider-man um uh, there were others but the, those two in particular that really like blew my mind open I was like, "Oh, I am a PlayStation kid now." <laughs> um, at 28, I'm a PlayStation kid. And the the love that I felt for those games and the gaming experience that I felt like I hadn't really had in a long time, um because the, you know, the the like second third year of those consoles was a little tough for me and Nintendo kind of was where I put my time because of Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and Nintendo was putting out games that I wanted to play. Um so I changed over to PlayStation now because of a good experience because I had, they put out content. The difference between the console thing and the phone thing in this case is that there's nothing you could put out on a phone. Like Arielle was saying, there's nothing you could put out on a phone in either way that would make me want to change that experience. Yeah. I want my phone to work like my phone. It's more of a practical device rather than a fun device. And that's
1: the thing with people. People always like, shame the other people for the phone that they have but it's so personal that like you know it's it you know it's all in good fun but in Mm -hmm. reality they're all incredible computer devices and work the way that they're supposed to um i mean jack i definitely was thinking about getting uh the google pixel um Mm -hmm. just for you know that um uh freedom but uh it wasn't available mm-hmm. um where we were getting my phone from and so you know that's just how it works. Although I do have to say if if Apple announced a gaming computer <laughs> I would be so curious. I feel like they, I would have they to can't. try it.
0: They literally can't. Yeah. Uh, could be not not for not because they don't make good gaming stuff, but they don't. But the they are about to switch over from their Intel chips to ARM-based chips and the technology in ARM-based chips doesn't run 64-based um, processing, processed apps and games well, yeah. so you literally can't, <laughs> yeah. that, like, it, until the ecosystem of gaming supports ARM infrastructure yeah. in a way that is more widely available, making a gaming PC for Apple in the next few years would be insane. Their new chips are simply not going to be able to play games well. Yeah. Their new chips might not be able to do much well. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see whether or not these new ARM-based laptops and computers are able to run the apps that people use day to day.
1: Well, and that's why, that, that comes back to my point saying sometimes Mac makes you pay the premium because it's a Mac mm-hmm. when they put in subpar parts.
0: Well, this isn't a subpar parts thing.
1: This is a we don't know if it's going to work the way that it is supposed to or that you want it to, and that for me, like I said, yeah. those kind of things rub me the wrong way. Uh, you know, this I is a,
0: this is a case of them trying to make something new though. Like this is this is them yeah. genuinely trying to move forward because if we could support ARM infrastructure in chips, sorry, this is a very very like heavy conversation about <laughs> yeah. how the chips in your computer work. But um, if more if more system-supported ARM-based chips, there, there is a use for them. And they could actually end up being better. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know yet. Yeah. The, the problem is the apps don't work on that kind of infrastructure yeah. yet. The
1: problem is I'm not going to pay a MacBook price for that. That not-knowing, right. you know what I mean? Right, 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 like, the, you have to, you got to do something about that.
0: Would you buy an Apple Watch if they changed how it looked?
1: Uh, I don't know if it'd be compatible with my phone.
0: Are Apple Watches only compatible with Apple phones?
1: I'm not sure. They I don't have actually to they'd have to change how it looks a lot. I think the Apple Watches are ugly and I'm just yeah. going to go on record saying that. I just don't like them. I don't think that they look nice. Personally, they're just they're not my style. Oh, okay. So, uh
0: BuckyJW in the chat says yeah, they only work with Apple. They only work That's with interesting. Apple. I, I daily drove a um, uh, uh, Apple Watch for years. Yeah. Um, and now I have the Fossil smartwatch because um, I just wanted something that looked a little bit more fancy. We're not
1: sponsored by but... We're uh, not sponsored by but we, we like both them. have Fossil smartwatches.
0: <laughs> um, but um, we, I, I just wanted something that I could wear to like an event, that, that I could dress up. I feel like the Apple Watch is really great at work. I, I used it a lot at work. Yep. Um, my manager... because you the Apple Watch, you can like, like draw a message and send it really quick to another Apple Watch. And so a bunch of the people at the restaurant I worked at had Apple Watches, and so, um, this is such a dumb story, but That's I, funny. no one in my restaurant, not many people in the restaurant I worked at could sing. And so whenever they wanted to make a birthday <laughs> feel special, yeah. I would get a buzz on my wrist with yes. just a number telling me what section to go to, and I would go sing happy birthday to someone in that section.
1: That's amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 They definitely used and abused me there, um, but I got paid so much money, it was fine. Um, I miss that place. I hope I hope they're doing okay. Uh, it was a New York restaurant, so pray for them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a crazy world. It <laughs> is a crazy world. Should we watch this trailer? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're gonna watch this. Dropped while we were streaming. We're going to watch live with you. I think this is okay legally, right? We're allowed to do this. Yeah. The new um. Trailer we'll just, for. We'll get
1: demonetized on YouTube, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, in the future we're going to have to do this with Bluetooth headphones and but for now, I'm just going to turn the sound up here and hope the mic picks it up. <laughs> just
1: pray. Nah, trailers are fine. Oh, okay, good, good. I, I'm not sure how that works, but uh, this is exciting.
0: Yeah, we've never done, we're, we're trying things. This is our test. We're field. learning, yeah. Uh, guys, this is the test
1: run for the Dirty Nightly Morning Show, so thank you guys for being here, first of all.
0: Yeah, we're doing a two-week two test.
1: Yeah. And then we'll go from there we'll um see how it works. Jack,
0: they're not public domain. I think you get away with it because we're commenting on it. If we don't comment on it, if we just watch it, it's illegal. But, yeah, watch with AirPods. But I don't have AirPods. And I don't know where my Bluetooth headphones are. You don't? No, oh, I don't. The
1: little um, Raycon yeah. ones? <laughs> All right.
0: Oh, I thought that was going to be it, and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) It's all about the Yiga. Oh, cool. Oh, that is it. That was the whole. I feel like we maybe built that up to be a little bit more fun than it ended up being. Um
1: <laughs> I mean I'm I'm confused. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, so Claris hasn't played um Breath of the Wild through. Ooh, I'm about to get... So you've never met the Yiga clan? No. I'm, um, I'm
1: getting called out hard right. To be now.
0: fair, that was my fave fright in Breath of the Wild. That's so fair. The Yiga clan is awesome. I love I love the whole bananas thing.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Same. A uh, War gamer says they're clearly not expecting to sell based on the trailer. It's all based on brand loyalty. I oh. don't I don't agree with that War just because this isn't the first trailer. And the first trailer did a much better job selling the game. I mm-hmm. think this was a trailer designed to show, hey, the Giga clan's in this, because we didn't show them in the last trailer. I think that this is a tease, sort of like what Monster Hunter's doing. I know that we're getting a full Monster Hunter trailer later this week, but Monster Hunter put out two little teases so far to oh, show hey. off the Diablos and the, um, no, the movie, sorry.
1: That's what I was like, wait, the movie?
0: The the movie starring Mia Yovovich. Mia Jovovich. That's, are you having fun? Mia Yovovich. I love her name. I love her. I'm a big, I'm a big Mia Jovovich fan. I, mm. yeah. She's in, she's in the kind of movies that I call guilty pleasures and they are, <laughs> they are very much guilty pleasures to me. Um. Wargamester says, okay, let me explain, I didn't know anything about it, and that trailer did zilch for me. That's same. fair. Yeah,
1: I, I, that, that, I, I feel the same yeah. War Wargamester. I, I watched that, and I was like, uh... I
0: also, but I, I think that that is partially, that, that, that's what happens when you put out a spin-off of a game. I, I think yeah. that it's hard to sell spin-offs as their own thing. Um, Breath of the Wild is, or this Hyrule Warriors uh, Age of Calamity game is probably not going to have much play outside of people who have played Breath of the Wild.
1: Well, I was going to say, this is not meant to, like, reel new people into the Zelda Mm -hmm. universe. This is for people who already know and love it, I think. But I think,
0: you know what? Actually, we have time left and we don't have much else to talk about, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about prequels. Let's talk about how it is difficult to get people interested in prequels if they are not fans of the original thing. I think that, you know, controversy noted about what I'm about to say, and I I don't want to get into the controversy now, but uh, I'm, we're aware of it, and we're, we're you know, but for the Fantastic Beasts movies, w- watching them, if you had never seen Harry Potter, would you, like, what's the draw? Why would you go see those movies? They're literally just farming nostalgia. Yeah. They're, they don't, because they yeah. don't really have anything of their own to offer to the world. Yeah. You know, even, um... Especially the second one. The second one really, really fed into, like, all right, here... It's not even just the magic and the creatures and everything is the same, but it's literally the young characters, whether or not they should be alive yet. Um, Yeah. And and I think, you know, I I think that there's very few... There's all of these companies that want to make prequels of their properties. Yeah. But there's very few properties that have a big enough fan base that are going to jump onto the prequel.
1: Yeah, um... I, I don't, it's, it's, I feel like I don't know, (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of something to say. I feel like I don't know because I've come into it from such a position of loving Harry Potter and knowing it Mm -hmm. as well as I do. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to come, it's really hard for me to detach that part of myself and watch the prequels or even the movie, like it's, it's, it's nearly impossible just because it's been such a big part of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I don't really know how to, I just don't know how to engage with that because I don't, I don't actually know.
0: That's fair. I, I, I think about it a lot because I know that we have a lot of prequels coming. We have the Harry Potter prequel, or the, um, sorry, the Game of Thrones prequel. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I forgot about Fire that and
0: Blood is coming. Uh, they, they've finalized their casting. They're about to go into production. Um, which is interesting because it's the third Prequel uh, Game of Thrones prequel to go into production and the first two are both canceled. So I wonder if this is gonna be the one that happens. Oh boy. Um but it's all about the Targaryens three hundred years before Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah. Um uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh <clears throat> but see Lord of the Rings is different to me. Because the prequel was first. What sorry? Like so the so The Hobbit, which is essentially the prequel to the Lord of the Rings story. Oh. The the Hobbit was actually written first. Um Yes. And uh, so much so that when he wrote Lord of the Rings, he had to go back and put out a new edition of The Hobbit that changed things. Uh, and so, in making to make it work better with the Lord of the Rings books that he'd written. Yeah. And so, in making those movies, I mean, you're making stuff that already existed. Um, right. The um, the the Amazon show, the Lord of the Rings show, is based on the Silmarillion, which already exists. They're not just like, all right, well, we can't go into the future. You're right, you're right. Because we want to bring these characters back one day, and these actors don't want to do it right now, so let's go to the past. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. Uh, ooh, Wargamester brings up Star Trek. I, I think that's really interesting, Wargamester, because when you look at a show like Star Trek Discovery, right, Star Trek Discovery is an unnecessary prequel to me. The, it's, it's a show whose technology is so much more advanced than the stuff we see later that it could have just been a sequel it could have happened after the other star trek stuff that we've already seen yeah because it looks like it is the future of star trek if you watch star trek right yeah yeah because of the look and because of how things exist in that world yeah and then you go watch star trek discovery star trek discovery looks like the future of not really the original series, but it looks like the future of like the Next Generation yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And but by putting it, it is a prequel to Enterprise. They've kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit. Yeah. And that you know it, it worked out in Star Trek Discovery's case. They they pulled it off. They pulled off a very a thing that I did not think that they were going to be able to pull off. And now we're getting this strange New Worlds show starring Anson Mount as Captain Pike. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: The thing is, though, I'll, there are a lot of people who don't like Discovery.
0: Yeah, but there's also a lot of people who don't like Enterprise. There's a lot of people who don't like these Space Nine. Like, yeah. there's a lot of original series Star Trek fans who don't like anything that came after the original series. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, and so you can't... Yeah. You're never going to be able to satisfy your entire fan base in these big franchises. Yeah. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> Star, Trek, Star Trek is... The, the CBS Star Trek shows are successful. Yeah. They, they're doing very well. Um, Picard was a huge hit for CBS All Access.
1: Yeah, but I haven't talked to a single person that likes it.
0: Really, I have. Oh, I've talked to a lot of people who like Picard.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I actually cannot think of a single person that I've talked about it who. That's
0: interesting. We likes have not it. seen any of these yet, so we're we're talking about all of this anecdotally. Yeah. Um, but I just find it interesting to put a prequel into a world set in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> but where the technology from the original series is was made in our world 50 years ago, so it just looks dated.
1: Yeah, it's very, it's it's a weird, like, kind of backwards thing, but it's, <coughs> I mean, they made money. And, and you know, like just said, it was, you know, you had to pay for it. It was behind their, their, their paywall, so they obviously did well with it and made money with it.
0: Yeah, but calling a streaming service a paywall is is...
1: I mean, shows don't really come out on TV anymore. That's just how we watch everything now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Netflix, everything's sort of on a streaming service.
0: service. I mean, we've literally gone back. It, we're, we have cable again. We, we do. We we are in a world where we have gone back to cable, where you pay for a bunch of sur- services. Yep. What, what's wild to me is that there are people who pay for cable and pay for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we have cable for free because of the apartment we're in and, like, the house situation that we're in. Yeah. But, you know... We, we, we wouldn't pay for cable, and also pay for Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Peacock. We don't have all these. I'm just trying to remember all of the ones. Um, DC Universe, which is going to be gone in like a month. Um,
1: wild. Literally wild.
0: Um, oh, Tater, uh, our, our friend Ickleboy underscore has a really good point here, uh, my issue with Discovery Picard is that they've basically made it into an action movie with big bad villains and just blowing people's heads off. Wait, what What happens in Picard? I oh, thought it was God. about Picard making wine, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I know nothing's objectively bad, but it's just not what I think of when I think of Star Trek. That's so, that's, yeah, I mean, but that's sort of what the Kelvin timeline movies did for Star Trek, right? Like, Star Trek used to be this kind of thinking man's sci-fi. Yeah. And then, you know, you put Chris Pine on a motorcycle to...
1: Hey, I loved those movies. <laughs>
0: I love them. I You know what? I And Star Trek Beyond is my favorite of the three. Um, they're not... Oh, I guess he's on a motorcycle in the first one, too, isn't he? Yeah. Um, in yes. 2009.
1: But those movies, you're right. They're not OG. They're not Next Generation. Yeah. Like, it is very different. Star Wars has evolved... Or Star Trek... I do that all the time. How I do it all the time. I don't know why. How do you do that? Star Trek has evolved in that way, and mm-hmm. I think that um, Boy, I think that they saw that you know the movies were very successful, and mm-hmm. so I think that that's what they thought people wanted. Um, but here's the thing: when I when I watch those movies and when I rewatch Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, I don't really feel like I'm watching the same thing. It's called Star Trek, mm-hmm. but I. I they feel very different. Um, and I think that's just I don't know.
0: I I, the original series Next Generation and Deep Space Nine feel like they could take place in the same world to me. No,
1: sorry, I mean those do and then the movies. Oh the movies yeah, 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 that just yeah. came out in the past like decade or so those. Well, but that was, a,
0: that was a very intentional choice, right? Yeah,
1: but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Um, they're called Star Trek, but they, I, they definitely don't feel the same to me. So I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. If, and you know if Discovery is more like those movies, I totally understand that. I, I understand that it's not what you think of when you think of Star Trek. Because, yeah, when I think of Star Trek, honestly, I think of Captain Picard. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just concerts in space.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Data having another crisis it. about... Is he human or
0: not? If you've never seen the Honest trailers for Star Trek The Next Generation, it is definitely worth a watch. But my favorite joke in it is when they're like, concerts in space. So. Many. Concerts. (laughs) And it's just all of these shots of people playing instruments. I love it
1: though, I
0: love it. Um, uh, Hero of Wind is saying, uh, Video games are the same, there could be many games within the same franchise that are completely different, just the characters carry over. I think that's a really... That's a really good point, Miller. Um, uh, I think that we are kind of seeing the franchising of media in a way that is really fascinating to me. I think DC, the DCEU is starting to get really interesting to me in a way that they weren't at first. I thought the movies were a little cookie cutter at first. Brilliant. I I think Man of Steel is brilliant. And I think that uh, all of the Snyder films after that were chasing what Man of Steel was able to accomplish. Um, but then the introduction of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn really... Solid choice. I, I think, I think the introduction of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn saved the DCEU in my eyes, because her in Suicide Squad, and then her in Birds of Prey...
1: We really liked Birds of Prey.
0: We really liked Birds of Prey. If you
1: haven't seen it yet, I, I really recommend giving it a watch. I,
0: I think that that, I think that that character gave Warner Brothers the confidence to put out this sort of okay every movie is going to be different but the characters are going to be the same mm-hmm. so it's going to be these characters in very different feeling things yeah and i'm I'm really excited to see them explore that i want to see ben affleck's batman continue and also robert pattinson's batman because i've had that in the comics forever and i'm fine with it yeah give just give me good stories by good writers and good directors and yeah. i'm happy yeah
1: 100 percent um uh, Doug says that he loves all the solo DC movies, mm-hmm. and it's the team-ups that he doesn't like.
0: Um, the team-ups so far have just been Suicide Squad, Justice League, and Batman v Superman, right? Yeah,
1: which, I, mm-hmm. I,
0: would, I would, I would, I would mostly agree with that, um, yeah. <laughs> Jared Leto almost destroyed everything playing the Joker, uh, says Rumble Triple One. 1. I don't think he did. I think that within the movie that they were making, he did... Fine. I don't approve. I don't like the way that he did it. You know. Yeah,
1: I have. I have a lot of issues with the stories that I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and like if I was putting up with that on set uh, as an actor, I would have been like, What well, no. as, as
1: an actor, I listened to that and I'm like, what is wrong with you? That's not. Yeah. Like uh, you don't you. No. If you
0: if you did the things that he did on that set in you know, any other job you'd be arrested.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You can't just it's you can't just get away with it because you're a I don't know I. I but he it. did. He did. I <laughs> know. I know. I know. Like we
0: say, like you can't, but he did. He did it. I know. I hate it. I really. Ooh. That's something
1: that really rubs me in the wrong way. I. Okay. I have a lot of strong feelings towards that and. Honestly, like, here's the, if I ever met him in person, I would probably just not even, I, if, I just if, walk the other way. i be like, I can't do this right now. Yeah, I think,
0: I, th- I you know, I think that that's just so much ego. And, yeah, and how difficult, don't that. And, you know, and I, I do sympathize with, like, the difficulty of the pressure of being in a movie like that. I can't, I, I, I actually, I, I would say I can't, but I can imagine that being hoisted into a position of having to provide an experience for the world and the expectation and living up, particularly being the first Joker since Heath Ledger, and sort of what the legacy of that is, and being put in a position where you had to kind of satisfy that audience, I, I, I can't imagine the stress that would go along with that, and in some ways I can sympathize with the position that he was in. And the, um, I, I, (laughs) I think that what he did was wrong in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. But
0: I also think that, like, I understand that he was put there and try, he tried. He was like, oh, I have to live up to the idea of the Joker. I have to give the fans what they want. And he took that in the wrong direction. But I can, yeah, I just, I can't imagine being in a position where I have to satisfy the 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 masters that he had to satisfy in okay. that kind of ecosystem. Yeah. Um, I don't know how any actor in any of these films does it. You know, I don't know how Robert Downey Jr has managed to maintain the persona of being Iron Man for the world for as long as he did mm-hmm. and what the pressure of that would be, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: The, there are m- hundreds of millions of people around the world who look so forward to these movies because they are this huge escape for them. Mm-hmm. And you have to put on this incredible persona to do it you have to put on an incredible persona on set then you have to travel the world for months giving interviews and in every single time zone not knowing you know what time zone you're in what you know when the last time you slept is and you know it's it's this kind of pressure and i i get it it's like you know who 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 weeps for them when they have you know all the money and all this fame and success and all that stuff but but there's a cost to that. There's a yep. real cost to them as people. Yeah. And I I sympathize with that. I I think that the the pressure of that would be a lot, and it's a pressure I don't want. You know, like I'm an actor and I love acting. I love being on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be famous. You know. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: No. No. It. Yeah. That's that's definitely not something that either of us. <laughs> are so I guess. I yeah. I guess it's important to have empathy in those situations because. Mm-hmm. You don't I mean, you don't really know what actually goes on. You 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 think you know what what is happening, but Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot that goes unsaid or unreported if if you want to use that word, but
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it I think it's interesting. I think that we're about to see I, I'm very curious to see what happens next as far as celebrity culture goes. Because we're about to see all of our 90s kids, uh, our famous 90s kids imploded on us, right? Britney Spears, all, you know, that, Amanda Bynes, like that generation imploded. And so for a while, kids didn't get famous. Like there was just like this generational gap of like kids not being as famous as they were because we as a society kind of saw what we did to them. We're about to see a bunch of. Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok kids blow up. And we're going to see the downfall of the level of fame that they have. Um and I'm very curious to see what the public like re- um rebound is yeah. in how we treat celebrity children. Yeah. I know that we're starting to see um
1: I feel like stranger things kind of in- incited a bit of that.
0: Oh, Stranger Things kids are not what I'm talking about. Like, they're not even famous compared to TikTok stars. I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, like, the social media stars who are so famous that every single second of their life is recorded. Oh, I'm not on TikTok, so. Once those kids hit 22, they're going to fall apart. You know what I mean? Because they're not going to be famous forever. Like, TikTok fame is not going to be eternal. Yeah. Because it's not, like your audience is going to grow out of watching you do a silly dance. Yeah. Um, the actors on, like, Millie Bobby Brown will probably be fine. You yeah. know what I mean? She's famous, but she has a skill. She's talented. People love her. She's going to work. Mm-hmm. She'll keep getting jobs. Yeah. TikTok stars aren't going to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Once and you fall out
1: of relevance.
0: Was there a famous child star just before Britney Spears? Um, um. Before Britney Spears... There I mean there were a few, right? You had um who's the kid in Sixth Sense? Yeah, that's what um, I was just trying to think of. Oh my god. He's in he the, boys. On the boys. Um. <laughs> um he was he was one. Um Macaulay Culkin, I think technically predates Britney Spears. Um or no, they, they would be contemporaries. Um in the eighties it was Debbie Gibson. Ooh, Debbie Gibson, good pole war Yeah. That happened with Vine a few years ago. Oh Miller, that's a good point. Uh that when the server shut down, a lot of Vine stars kind of had their like Haley Joel Osmond, thank you, Randy.
1: Oh, and Neil Patrick Harris. Neil
0: Patrick Harris, Robinson Patton, um, that is a good point, but he pulled it out, somehow.
1: I mean, yeah, he, he seems to be, like, a nice, normal stand-up dude. He...
0: The, I would go to lunch with him, yeah, but... Neil Patrick Harris had every reason to fall apart at yeah. some point in his life, and instead is this, like, incredible father-husband gay icon.
1: I know, he's perfection. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> good morning raven
0: <laughs> uh yeah so i just I'm, I'm curious to see what's about to happen with all these f- famous kids i'm worried about them you know I'm, I'm
1: not well and we've talked about this like we're glad we were born when we were born if we were yeah. born any later we can't imagine what it would be like
0: interacting on social media
1: social media right. i mean i already got facebook when i was 12 even though people didn't really use it like it was more for like, you had facebook games. when you were 12 yeah.
0: You had to be 13.
1: Yeah.
0: How dare.
1: Oh, no. I
0: live with a liar. <laughs> I live with a gosh darn liar.
1: Um, yeah, but it was for the games. Was for I the had games. my space you know I mean? when I was 12. Of course you did. Did you ever have Nexopia?
0: <laughs> that's illegal. <laughs> I did not have Nexopia. You know Call what I had? Of... I had Neopets. Neopets also, was my social media of choice.
1: Well, that's the thing is, you know, we've gone from Neopets to TikTok. Yeah, for these kids. Yeah. And I just can't even imagine, but, like but I just whole, would not want to. The
0: whole internet's gone that way, right? Like
1: Yeah.
0: We, we, when I was a kid, if you wanted to download a photo, you would watch it download from the top left corner, pixel by pixel, yeah. down to the right corner, which yes. was a hilarious way to prank your friends that I don't think I can talk about on here because it's too inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I miss Neopets. Y'all.
1: Hey, Neopets, neopets stream.
0: Is neop- <laughs> Co-op Neopets stream? That's so funny. Neopets is still live. Ariel's Neopets page is still live, and I will post it in the Discord for you to see. No, don't do that. It's amazing. Runescape was life, says Mellow the Bard. It was.
1: Runescape was life. I started Runescape, I think, when I was 12, and I, like, lost so many hours. (laughs) So many. I don't know where they went. Like, I remember, like, I was one of those kids that, like, on Christmas, I, I would wake up at, like, 4, 4.30 a.m. just because I was so excited, and I couldn't, mm-hmm. like, I, I couldn't not. So I'd get up, and I'd be like, well, what am I going to do? Go play RuneScape for four hours. Because we weren't allowed to wake my parents up until eight, and then we started doing gifts. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you remember the age that you were, not to make this a Christmas chat, but do you remember the age that you were when you realized <laughs> that you didn't need to get up early for gifts? where you were like, can we just do this at 10?
1: <laughs> it's
0: 8.30. Can we can, can we do this at 10 a.m.? Uh,
1: I think I was... I, I never really had that. I've always had that Christmas morning excitement, whether yeah. at home or in... Like, it, it doesn't matter. Um, but, like, I it definitely... The whole, like, waking up at, like, 4 a.m. thing stopped, I think, when I was, like, six, 15, 16.
0: Holy crap. I was, like... I, I think... I. I Part of it was because my sisters would do Christmas morning with their mom first. Oh, okay. And then, so we would wait for them to open gifts. That's sweet. Um, So we pushed it back. Mm -hmm. But Mac, we lived in the same house. You can't say that. Mac Mac in the chat is saying, I'll never, but that's not true. Because we got to a point where, like, we would, we got to the point where we would eat breakfast before (laughs) gifts.
1: Oh god!
0: Because, like, we would get up, it would just be calm, we would open our stocking, we'd eat breakfast, and then we would gather for gifts when mm-hmm. my sisters came over. Does not mean I was cool with it. Okay, Mac, uh, just because we waited does not mean that Mac was cool with it. I didn't know. I thought okay. that we were all down to eat first.
1: No, yeah, for uh, for us, and here's the thing, is to having two much younger brothers as well, mm-hmm. like, they kept that hype. Right right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like dash would, it was a huge deal for him, so, um, yeah, I think I stopped, like, I stopped having that, like, Christmas morning, like, wait, like, I can't even sleep, I'm so excited, and I wake up at, like, 5 a.m., that stopped, I think, probably when I was 15. Huh. Um, actually, yeah, it was 15, because we were in Disneyland for... For Christmas? For Christmas.
0: That's fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was... That was a vacation.
0: <laughs> um All right, y'all. Uh, it's 11 a.m. That means it is time to end the show, which is weird. I want to just keep going. Uh, I know. It's, so it's weird to
1: only keep it an hour, but, you know, that lets, that lets us do it Monday through Friday yep. uh, through the week. So. And also,
0: uh, we are going to be live on Twitch at 2 p.m. Eastern playing Divinity 2 together. We're both going to be on stream on this channel later mm-hmm. today. Uh, this will be up on YouTube and on our a- our podcast feed eventually. Muddles! Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. This is nice. We love doing this. I I really enjoy (laughs) it. This is a great way to wake up and just talk to some friends, have some coffee. Um, I, I know I keep bringing up the coffee, but it's the most important part to me. We are on for tomorrow. Hero of wind. We're going to be doing this at 10 AM Eastern all week this week through Friday. We're going to take Saturday and Sunday off for our weekend. And then we're going to do Monday through Friday again next week.
1: The thing that we haven't talked about yet is if we're keeping the same time next week, We're trying 10 a.m. this week to see how it works for people, and then we'd love to hear your opinions on um, either content or starting earlier or later, you know, maybe 9 to 10 a.m. or 11 Mm -hmm. uh, to 12, Um, so please let us know what you guys think. We have a lot of fun doing this, but, you know, we want to make this as accessible for you guys as possible, Um, so yeah, drop your thoughts in the Discord, tweet at us.
0: Mellow, Mellow the Bard, the one thing I can promise no. you is that we will not do a show at 5.30 no, no, no. in the morning. Eight, nine, <laughs> would <be laughs> the,
1: no, 9 would be the earliest. Um, yeah. Six. Uh, no, I can't. I it can't.
0: is midnight for Miller in Japan
1: right I now. I know, I'm so sorry yeah. Miller, but if, if we did a morning show at 6am, this would literally be me.
0: Yeah, the one thing is you might have to wear socks. Socks? Yeah, you keep putting your feet on the couch, and I don't want to break TOS by having bare feet on stream. Oh my God, I didn't even <laughs> think um, about that. So if if we don't get kicked off of Twitch for uh, Ariel's feet, uh, we will be back tomorrow. Uh, I'm
1: sorry. And
0: uh, yeah, apparently that's a thing. I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. They don't want people to just have like foot fetish channels on Twitch, but um, yeah, bare feet is not TOS, jo- uh, Bucky JW. It is not. Yeah. I love that that's how this episode is ending.
1: Yeah, wow, what a way to what a way to leave off the show. Um back for us it's eleven AM. So we're doing it's eleven oh two. Yeah, we're doing the morning show, um ten AM to eleven AM this week. And then yep. next week we'd love to hear your thoughts. So tweet at us, let us know in the Discord and we're gonna be on Divinity Two yep. later today. We'll be
0: back at two PM Eastern. Uh so we'll see you Trying again. to figure out where we are in this game.
1: Yeah, we haven't played this game in like two months. So um, it should be interesting.
0: All right, we're going to say goodbye. Then we're going to go to the stream ending screen, and then we're going to raid someone, uh, mm-hmm. just uh, for uh, just so that I have something to like edit for YouTube. Which now this is in YouTube, so I don't know why, none of it <laughs> but, uh, Thank you all for being here. We'll be back later today. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be, we're on Twitch every day this week.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So.
0: Um, and uh, the internet I schedule will go up on Twitch or on Instagram and the Discord in a minute. Sorry, I have not posted that yet, but you know, this, uh, starting this new show has been the, the focus, so <laughs> where's my mouse? You lost it. Phoenix, good morning. You came in just for the goodbyes. I'm sorry. All <laughs> we'll right. see you all at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, thank you so much,
1: friends. Bye-bye. Bye.